The post-workout glow at Planet Fitness doesn't just feel great. It feels 80s pump-up jam great. Because when you got the glow, there is no stopping what you want to do. And now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the glow. Get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and just $24.99 a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo View. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitments. See club for details. Hi, I'm Elmo. Apparently. And you're listening to You're My Best Friend. This is getting really spiritual. You're My Best Friend. With two of my best friends, Marcia. So we're, we're not going to kiss them? Let me tell you this. Dropping a taco is a national emergency. You, I'm cutting you off. You're listening to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. Here are your hosts, Industrious Moxie Ann and the musing Ruben J. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. Wow, you sound so bored and upset and like something's bothering you right now why why would i sound like that i have no idea you're the one who sounds like that (laughs) you're the one who's saying i sound like that so i don't know what's wrong with you let's try this again welcome to you my best friend a podcast about life friendship and tacos my name is ruben j and i'm moxie ann god how's that is that better (sighs) (laughs) i have a headache now (laughs) Uh-huh. I have a headache and it's not going away. Thanks to you. You had a headache before this, so. Yeah, talking to you. Just kidding. Mm. I don't know why we're being so mean to each other today. Yeah, I don't know why. Do you hate me or something? I don't hate anybody. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, this coffee tastes so good. Are you just trying to show off your mug? Yeah. Uh, Hey, so welcome to the show, everybody. We have some really big news uh, here to report. Um, Moxie and I are breaking up. It's it's time. It's been time for a while. Really, we just kind of strung this along for the sake of our viewers. Um, You know, the kids in our lives, the kids in all of us, if you will, uh, we figured we'd stay together for the kids until college was over and uh college is over everything is over because the world is over the world has been canceled um christmas is canceled oh no i'm actually kind of afraid of 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 christmas being canceled Mm, i hope not like i've heard i've heard that like walmart apparently isn't going to be doing like a black friday sale which is what the heck which is okay with me because a lot of the people get trampled on on black friday so that's gonna cut a lot of people's revenue though yeah yeah but you know we're not here to talk about negative stuff uh the real announcement that we have is after two weeks of a broken website (laughs) the bestfriendshow.com is still broken (laughs) but we have life friendship (laughs) tacos.com you were you were supposed to say friendship but oh oh oh! let's do it again after two weeks of a broken website <laughs> the best is still broken mm-hmm. but what we have now is life friendship tacos 
dot com dot <laughs> we have a new website it's called lifefriendshiptacos.com i just typed in life tacos friendship that doesn't life tacos friendship i don't that even know i don't even know what or where that came whoa it doesn't doesn't work life <laughs> what's the website <laughs> life friendship tacos.com oh, it would help if i spelled tacos right dude how did you spell tacos what the heck it's still doing that okay uh I, uh, what I didn't do is I didn't add the S. So it was just life friendship taco. Well, plural tacos. Like that's really important. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the whole, uh, the whole shebang, if you the will. The whole shebang. Yeah. If you will, the whole shebang. Uh, I will. <laughs> I do will. Wait. I No, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no i don't nope don't like that uh, uh so anyway so if you uh want to check out our new website uh head over to lifefriendshiptacos.com and uh and check it out because it's actually a really cool looking really cool looking doohickey thing cool looking doohickey thing it looks great i really like what you've done with the place oh thanks i i, I tried really hard uh and actually Let's see if I can get this to work properly. Uh, okay, yeah, cool. So the website, uh, if you're watching the video version of this, that hasn't probably gone up because what we're just doing with the video is just stockpiling them and we'll release them eventually. Uh, but if you if you look, you'll actually see the website in its, uh, in its glory. Um, in all its glory. There's not much there. So no. Don't, so don't hate us. Uh, we're, we're really in the rebuilding stage after, after somebody tried hacking us yeah what the hell happened dude i don't know one of your ex-boyfriends got mad and probably tried hacking us well i only have two so well i think we know which one it was yeah i'm pretty sure we do yeah yeah more likely it's somebody that you got into an argument with and is now up for blood oh probably but who cares uh the people i I care the people i get arguments with aren't like people who like were in love with me and want like you know, revenge for breaking their heart. Uh. Anyway, uh, lifefriendshiptacos.com. Please head over there and check it out. We also uh, launched a Facebook group. We did. We did. Ruben, what's that one called? It's called Life Friendship Tacos with commas. (laughs) Life, comma, friendship, comma, tacos, comma. With, I like, with... Is the with commas part of that? We should make that part of the name now. <laughs> yeah, we definitely should. Uh, if you uh, head over to the description of this podcast, you'll find the link to our exclusive community for You're My Best Friend listeners. Yeah, it is uh, super exclusive. If you uh, can find it, really, it's only open to people who can find the group. So uh, if you find it, will add you but you have to find it first and it's really tough to find a group called life friendship tacos yeah or just click the link in the description down below yeah uh however there was by the way if you're looking at links down in the description below in the what in the description i'm not drunk i promise i just ate a lot of chocolate i'm not drunk (laughs) as you think i am i'm not as think as you drunk i am Are you drunk? Uh, you don't know what's in my coffee cup, mug. <laughs> um, Hot coffee. 
coffee. Not what is it? Coffee. I'll give you a dollar if you can guess. Whiskey. Close. Rum. I don't like that sound. Close. Vodka. Mm, far. You went too far. Bourbon. You went Bourbon? Too, you went too. You pushed and you pushed you and pushed? you went too Gone far. Too far. Gone you messed far. it up. Anyway, while you're looking at our uh, description on this episode to check out our new Facebook group and hopefully join so you can have some say on what our episodes contain, um, make sure that you also take a look at our Amazon link. So mm -hmm. it's it, in the episode description, there will be an Amazon link. Uh, it's one of the first things on there and it says support the show by shopping on Amazon or something like that. It's something very close to that. I don't know. I read the support Amazon so. by listening to this show. It's something. Yeah. I don't know. Camera. Uh, <laughs> but if you click that link and use it to start all of your Amazon shopping, like use it as the home, the landing page or the homepage for your Amazon shopping. And then just, you know, business as usual on Amazon. Um, we will actually get a percentage of that, whatever you purchase of that, whatever you purchase. <laughs> it's fine. Do you want to start over? <laughs> I'm not as drunk as you think I am. I'm not as think as you drunk. I think you think you thought you think you thought. Oh yeah. Uh, but if you use that link, make sure you bookmark it on whatever your favorite browser is, Safari, Chrome, whatever. I like it on Chrome because I can just like literally click it right there and and use it to go to Amazon. Anytime I use Amazon, it's super easy. Um, the link doesn't even show up differently when you bookmark it. Like mine just says Amazon. And it gives us like 10% of whatever your purchase is. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost us anything. It's great. It, I love it. Yep. That's all Ruben has to say. Cool. Awesome. So, uh, and I'm the producer of nothing. Okay. I literally produce this entire show every single week. And all you do is show up. I produce myself. That's mm. Nope. Don't like that. You can't keep quoting a gif. I'm not quoting a GIF. I'm quoting Michael Scott. <laughs> it's a GIF, though. <laughs> it's a scene from The Office. It's I, like well, three yeah, scenes from The Office. Never mind. Never mind. What were you going to say? I was going to say we're keeping the good news rolling here because we're also announcing our new live stream schedule. Yes. <laughs> that we never agreed to. I, we did though kind of sort of so here's what's going on uh every monday at about sometime between 7 and 8 30 p.m uh moxie and i are going to have an instagram live best friend town hall all right it's gonna be about 10 minutes uh we'll answer your questions we'll talk about that week's episode uh moxie might sing a song or two i might sing a song or two probably not uh, that's Mondays between 7 and 8.30, probably somewhere between closer to 7.30 and 8 o'clock, uh, depending on what time Mox gets back from the gym. Um, what do you think I'm doing? Never mind. Don't answer that. Anyway. Uh, and then on Thursdays at 8 o'clock, 
I'm making a I'm making a firm decision on that one. Eight yeah, you really are. On Thursdays, you want to actually use the microphone properly, not talking to the side of it. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Moxian. <laughs> Sorry. <I can't>. Um. <laughs> if, uh, Thursday, if you are around on Thursdays, uh, eight o'clock. We're doing a best friend town hall on Facebook Live. Again, we'll answer your questions. Uh, Moxie might sing a song. I might tell a joke. We'll talk about that week's episode. We'll talk about next week's episode. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what way the cookie crumbles when the cookie crumbles the way it crumbles? You're so weird. It's what's in this cup. Is it alcohol? Better. Is it iced coffee? Better. Um. Is it? I guarantee. What other alcohol is there? It's diet peach snapple. Oh. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so then one last announcement before we jump into something good. Uh, officially. Uh, we are announcing a monthly live stream. This is what I'm most excited about. Did we did did we agree to a name? We didn't agree to a name for this. Who are you asking? <laughs> I'm asking you. <laughs> you just like leaned towards the wall and went, did we agree to a name? And I'm like, you know the producers aren't over there, right? <laughs> I am the producers. Uh Shoot! Who are you talking to? I was talking to you because uh, I have our notes here from our staff meeting, and nowhere on here does it have the name for the weekly or for the monthly. Uh... All right, it is called. No, you're my best. Yeah. It is called. You're my best friend. Live friendship no. and tacos. Oh. No. I like that name. I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. I, nope. Nope. Don't like that. Well, that's the name. So. All right. Whatever. Producer of nothing. Um, our, our very first uh, live friendship and tacos <laughs> will probably be. Did you, did you look at the dates I gave you to make a decision? I haven't been able to yet. That It'll will, be in August. It will be sometime on a Wednesday in August, either the 12th or the 19th. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the 12th. Yeah. Uh, and that one, what we're doing is uh, either Moxie and I will spend an hour with you guys, uh, or we're going to bring a guest on uh, at some point to, to join the fun. So uh, make sure you uh, you follow us on the Facebook for that. That's going to be exclusively on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash. The Best Friend Show. Good job. I did it. All right. Something good. Something good. Something good for you. Something, something good, good for you. Moxie, take it away. Wait, I'm doing this? Yeah. Why am I doing this? Why aren't you doing this? This is your stick. It's my what? It's your stick. Okay. Well, fine. Whatever. Um, so our something good for this week, uh, it's tending to be like either food or animals so far from what I've seen. 
uh, oh, which yeah, actually that's right. Food and food and animals are, are the same thing. But uh, I digress. <laughs> um, <laughs> so KFC, this is a link or uh, this is an article from livekindly.co. Uh, this article is called KFC is launching vegan beyond fried chicken in 50 California locations. Um, I have had some friends who have tried this. They what? are giving it what? Who's tried this? Uh, I don't. It just remember. launched like yesterday. Yeah, I know. No, it started three days ago. I think Phoebe tried it. Um, eh, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I just remember seeing it on my story and seeing a review of it. They like it actually, and it looks very chicken-like. Um, it's taking place in 50 different locations in Los Angeles, San Diego, and Orange County and the surrounding areas. So if you listen to our podcast and you live in one of those areas, go to KFC. Do it. Do it now. Um, Do it. So the offer that they're doing is a six or 12 piece nuggets combo with dipping sauce. Uh, The Beyond Fried Chicken is 100% plant-based. It is prepared in the same fryers as the traditional chicken. So make sure to take that into consideration. Uh, if you do have any allergies or anything like that, if you're just, you know, trying to make a conscious decision for the environment or for your body or anything like that, just take that into consideration. If that's something you're okay with or not, that it is prepared in the same, you know, it's like processed with peanuts. Um, so the, I, I'm just really excited about this and I hope that this continues because this is, the beyond meats are really starting to take off and I'm excited about it. Are you excited about it? I, you know, here's the thing. I am, uh, a meat, a Uh, I love steak. I love burgers. I love hot dogs. I've literally every day I got off work this week. I've, I've made some bratwurst sandwiches. Uh, I love meat. <laughs> I probably, Shouldn't say it like that because I'm sure somebody somewhere is going to take that out of context and be like, see, we told you, uh, but <laughs> I don't know why, but they probably will. I'm super excited for this. I recently got in to the impossible Whopper at mm. Burger King, which is to die for. It is honestly, you cannot tell the difference between beef and the impossible Whopper. Absolutely. Wonderful. My friends, on the 4th of July, their family has basically become plant-based protein. Like, that's that's all they do. They, they've, they've become plant-based protein. That's all they eat is plant-based proteins. And so they went and they bought regular beef for everyone else, but they offered the Beyond Burgers. And I tried a Beyond Burger for the first time in my life, and I loved it. And it Ooh. actually has me wondering, could I do plant-based protein for the rest of my life? Probably not. But probably not, probably not, but I am super into the idea of plant-based chicken nuggets. I am super into the idea of plant-based food because you know what? Honestly, it's better for our environment. It's, it's not healthier for you per se, uh, because there are studies saying that it's just as bad for you as regular beef is, uh, but it's better for the environment overall. So it's always, there's always a plus side to it. Uh, but I'm super excited to try these with some of my closest friends. Yes. And uh, what are we going to do, Ruben? Over on YouTube.com forward slash Multimedia Mouth, 
uh, we are going to be producing a taste testing video, which by the way, it was three years ago today that we did that IHOB uh, video. Oh, uh, video it was thing. not three years ago. Was, what? Maybe, was it four years ago? No. It may have been four years ago, but anyway, this is the anniversary of that. So uh, it's a great way for us to celebrate uh that anniversary by doing another taste testing video. Uh, I believe uh, myself will be in that for sure. Moxie will be in it. Uh, I think that, uh, I think Brad will be a part of it, hopefully. I think we can talk him into it. I think we can talk him into it. I mean, it's free Maybe food. Chase? Who? Have you met Have you met Chase? I don't know who that is. Oh, oh, you'll have to meet Chase. Okay, cool. Uh, but we'll have some friends. We'll have some people. Maybe O-Time will join us again uh, for that. I haven't talked to him about it. So look out for that. Head over to youtube.com forward slash multimedia mouth and subscribe to that so that way you can be a part of watching us eat food on camera. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Do it now. I have one last thought before we go into our interview Do it. on this. Uh, I Now that we have the Impossible Burger and we have Beyond Fried Chicken, I am going to advocate for the Improbable Pulled Pork Sandwich. You do realize that Impossible has pulled pork. Yeah, I know. But uh, Improbable is when you're eating it and you're like, wow, this really tastes like it's real. It, it, this can't be real. Like, it's, it's just not possible. And then, and then the company is outed like three years later and everybody finds out that it actually was pork. It's Improbable. Okay, well. And with that. <laughs> so we're going to take a commercial break. And when we come back, we are going to have the author of a book <laughs> joining us on the program. Uh, I don't want to look behind me to see what the book title is called. I think it's called <laughs> Public Relations for Musicians. <laughs> I think that's what that's called. Yes, it's. <laughs> it is totally called Public Relations for. It is called Public Relations for Musicians: Your DIY Guide to Getting Featured by the Media. Um, if you're a musician, if you're creative, anything, uh, this is going to be the book for you. And this was a fantastic interview. So make sure that you stay tuned in through our commercial break. If you're listening on Spotify, wait. If you're listening on Spotify, you can fast forward. Don't do that, but you should. Don't tell them that. That's how we make our money. Are you are you wanting us to go broke? Wait, do you what? Never mind. What? We'll be right back. By the way, this is what the book looks like for those who are interested. Uh, when we come back, Bob Bradley, or as I wrote down on the uh, on our session over here. Uh, I called it uh, Brad Bobbly. Hey, we'll be back. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more. You'll enjoy this or you won't. Moxie, we are back. It's your my best friend. We are, what's, what season are we on? 
feels like it sometimes working with you. Yeah, uh, I could say the same thing. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for uh, this, this guest that we have. Uh, he has a new book out that we're going to talk about. He's a, he's a former musician. Uh, he's now, now he's doing publicity, which I think you should take some classes from this guy. I would love to, actually. That's, I, you know, I know you set this thing up, but I actually orchestrated it like from behind the scenes because I wanted to learn from him. So you're welcome. I don't know what you're trying to take credit for right now, but it's not really working all that much. Uh, his new book, it's called A Public Relations for Musicians. And of course, it's also for all people who like who need public relations. Uh, please welcome to the show, Mr. Bob Bradley. Bob, welcome. What's going on? How you guys doing? Hold on. Let me turn your microphone on. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, we were saying public relations for musicians. <laughs> yeah, I, I need uh, technical skills for podcast you just producers. Edit the text. So make a chiron or something. <laughs> it's like Bob says hi. See you guys. <laughs> well, Bob, thank you so much for doing this, man. I know we kind of threw this together uh, real last minute and kind of made it happen. Totally. Uh, so I appreciate you uh, coming on out here. And just FYI for anybody before they get into the comment section and wonder, hey, what's going on here? We're 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 like. 20 feet away from each other we are in like 15 different rooms notice so. how it looks if you're watching the video online notice how it looks like we're in totally different places it's because we are <laughs> there you go <laughs> bob doesn't know how to very react far away very safe very clean yes it's all good sanitized so. yes. no germs. We, we literally sprayed all the rooms uh with like 10 gallons of, of lysol spray so we're yes. we're good we're doing good stuff here um so before we we do anything again the book is called public relations for musicians it's available on amazon and of course we'll talk about how you can get it directly from uh from bob but uh before we do i do i do know that you talked about uh, on your live stream recently about kind of going through the music scene and your your kind of your career through that so tell me a little bit more about how you got to where you're at now okay yeah um it's, it's weird because I, th I think a lot of people that work in the industry, I mean, there's a lot of people that are musicians that were in bands that become producers or they become A&R people at labels. But um, yeah, I used to be signed to a record label uh, called Victory Records and you know grew up here in the Orange County, uh, metal, hardcore, punk scene, playing shows. It was very fortunate to get a record deal and you know tour everywhere. And that was kind of my uh, internship. You know, being in that stinky tour van 250 days a year, meeting lots of great people. Um, just through that, you meet a lot of great executives and people and, and you either have an interest in the industry and what's going on or you're just a musician, which is totally fine. You know, most people don't want to work in the music industry if they're a musician. They want to be a musician, right? Yeah. Um, but I was very fortunate to run that course and usually for most bands, they have a time frame of touring. <laughs> I'll, you know, let's, let's be real here. You know, most bands have that window of time. And then after they're done touring, uh, they got to find something else to do. And I hit my wall and I was done touring and I applied to a couple companies that I really liked, uh, one after another one was purevolume.com. And I don't, I don't think they're around anymore. I think they got absorbed by like the spin Buzznet mm -hmm. parent company. And I worked for them for a little while. And then I, uh, applied for Fearless Records and I ended up getting a job there and that really uh, set the stage for me doing PR because I had no idea what it was. <laughs> yeah. It was, I, I, I got the job. I don't even know what I was hired to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe they just thought it was cool because I was in a band. Like, I doubt it. But I was assigned to be a new media guy 
And I worked with Joyce, who was the publicist at Fearless at the time. And my job was to just find cool stuff online for the bands, like for Mayday Parade and Plain White Tees reissues and, you know, uh, just all these cool bands. And it's like, let's find them stuff online. And it was called New Media, which now it's just publicity. And most of it's online. Yeah. And as the print stuff goes away. But at the time, it was very um, new to me, but it was exciting and it was dropped on my desk. So I had to do it. And I got good at it. And I mean, every day you're learning something new about it. And, you know, it's, it's about relationships, but it was a lot of fun. You get to meet and work with all these cool bands and kind of train them on, you know, look at the camera, interact with the people next to you. Don't space out, get off your phone. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun just working with all these cool sites. And it really helped me to be at Fearless because when I'd pitch people, they'd respond right away because I work for Fearless Records. So I'm very fortunate that I had that job because it definitely gave me that that uh, launch pad. And I think a lot of people that are successful in re respective industries work for someone else in that industry before they go on their own. And that's what I did. <laughs> so, but yeah, I definitely give credit to them for getting my start. Now, one of the things that, that I always like to kind of focus on a little bit when, especially when you're, you know, you go from the point of being, you know, a musician on the road touring, you know, I, I don't know what, you know, what your involvement is as far as, uh, you know, writing the music and, and producing it and all that fun, fun stuff. But to go for the tip from that to, you know, publicity and the management side of it, you know, that's a, that's a different side of your brain that you have to tap into. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I like to know, how that transition was for you was it was it a difficult learning curve for you was it something that you kind of like you knew you're gonna be good at or or how did that transition work out for you yeah I, that's a really good question i i think i was definitely feeling like oh guys i gotta go i think they're coming <laughs> Sorry. i love I, I love we're back in our home studio this is like become our home studio but what is happening there's so many different noises going on right now that there's it's like not a, even like a like a diesel generator like what, just what buzzing over there and then there's helicopters and an ambulance i wish i knew what that noise was this may be the very last podcast ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows what's going on around this world, you know, in the world on the outside. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, back, but, um, back to you. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, to, I'm thinking about that as a concept, like people going from one side of an industry. It's like being a race car driver and then like going to the other side to, you know, work on cars or something. Mm -hmm. And I think as a musician uh, for the first little bit of time, I was still stuck in that musician mindset and I missed being on the road and touring and being that guy, you know, I, I, I don't think I ever wanted to just be a rock star or something, but that was just my mindset at the time is yeah. be in bands, be in bands. And I think I got over it pretty quickly, thankfully, because I got that out of my system. I toured, I did all that stuff. I put out records and I still play music to this day, but I was done with that. And I knew it was time to try something else. And if I'm gonna work and have a job, why not in music, you know? Yeah. And cause I think to a lot of people, it's like, how do you make money in music? You know, like, don't you just do it for the art? And, you know, I, I wanted to find a way to make a living and pay my bills by doing music still without being in a van. So, but yeah, I think it's definitely a mindset shift that needs to happen. And I think a lot of people, um, maybe don't want to do that. They don't want to jump from one side to the other and they'll, become an engineer or something else, you know, they just yeah. get away from music as a whole, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's a, it's always interesting too, because like, uh, as, as we grow as adults, our goals tend to change a lot. Um, but before we jump into to that portion of it, uh, we do have, uh, something we call signature questions where I'm going to let Moxie take the lead here on this next, uh, next little segment. This here. is the only time he ever lets me ask questions. <laughs> I, I, you know what? That's not true. I tell you to ask questions all the time and you refuse sometimes. So that's because you interrupt me. <laughs> that is not true. Well, agree to disagree. <laughs> just don't let me ask any questions because I'll just space out and be like, <laughs> what is your favorite flavor of um, drink? I don't know. Well, that's that's actually pretty close well, to what we're going to talk about. Close. Yeah. So signature question number one is it's some have called it the easiest. Some have called it the hardest. Okay. Now it's your turn to decide. Signature question number one is what is your favorite taco? What? <laughs> All of them, of course. I mean, come on. That's probably the best answer we've had so far. Yes. I, I actually really enjoy that answer. All right, so there's this place down down in a Costa Mesa, and it's like Taco Asylum or Taco. It's in oh. the the lab or oh, the place at the camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know that place. I haven't been there. And but they I... got these really cool taco assortments. It's like the obscure tacos. You know, you, you go to a Mexican restaurant, like the the ones that are you know, $10 for a plate and they throw it in the oven. Mm -hmm. But then you have these upscale ones that like, they're all like super cool creations, you know, they're spinoffs. And it's like, that's why I like this taco place mm. at the camp because it's just like, they make all these crazy tacos and they're so good. So I love that. Uh, they don't get any free promo because I forgot what they're called. But <laughs> <laughs> So I, I guess the question is more um, like, what's your favorite meat in the taco like what what's your good taco works, yeah though. i know i mean okay. i like i like We're the restaurant compiling a list <laughs> i like i would say if i was at home and i don't have a menu in front of me I like beef some really good beef uh obviously i don't want bad beef uh cheese it's getting for a band <laughs> really bad beef <laughs> so is that a metal band and they're just mad at each other yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it went awry uh <laughs> great cheese um avocado and some hot sauce some gringo bandito nice they're my yes client, yes so. my dad loves that stuff yeah you know what's really good is truff sauce have you guys tried that what is it Tru truff sauce yeah never heard of it it's like the the bugatti of hot sauce it's like way too expensive but it's really good and it's like 17 bucks a bottle it's like we got to put that on the credit card i would say it's a ripoff but i'm like they're so smart they package it like it's like at the perfume counter at Nordstrom's, it's like all fancy and like. Oh my gosh! That's oh interesting. My God. It's I like free it. gift with purchase, you know, like. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> free gift with purchase. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So, so with every book purchase yeah. comes a bottle of that, of that hot sauce, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna lose money. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna link that in the episode description as well. So if you check the episode description, we're gonna have a link to our Amazon link and then cool. a link. To, We're gonna uh, have a link to our Amazon link. Yeah, just you know what? I'm new with I, I sing for a living. Okay, uh, it's like having talk. a door for the door. Uh, what? It's like having a door for the door. Okay, yeah. I, I was sitting out there, and as you, I think I heard you singing. Oh yeah, yep. It definitely wasn't me. Was it Frozen? What were you singing? It was Hamilton. <laughs> it was Hamilton. That's awesome. I Did, yep. 
Disney Plus in the house. Yeah, amen. yeah. It's been nonstop, and and uh, it was it was my birthday <laughs> yesterday. And happy for birthday! My, thank you. Happy belated birthday! Thank you yes. for my birthday. Uh, I wanted to watch Hamilton with him and my boyfriend, and I fell there asleep halfway through, and it was still amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> she fell asleep halfway through, and she was still singing the songs. I was you know, in my sleep. It's, it's pretty funny. Do you remember things like th- theater, like going places and going? What? Things in real life, like shows. Well, what's 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 the theater? I don't, I don't well, last time I was in New York with my wife, we went to we watched Wicked. Ooh, oh, nice! Yeah. That was good. We actually had tickets to Hamilton yeah. out here in L.A. Uh, and literally, like a month before our, you know, the, the performance we we're supposed to go to, they shut everything down. Also, yeah. oh, it was, was going to be this year. Yeah, yeah. it was going to oh, be April. Man. Yeah, end of April. Yeah, and it, it was uh, it was my the mm. birthday pre- birthday slash Christmas oh. present that she got me. Um, ironically, with a T-shirt that said "Wait for it," on it and uh, <laughs> wait for it, still canceled. waiting, still waiting, still waiting. <laughs> still waiting. Well, speaking of of you know the shutdowns and coronaviruses and all that fun stuff, I, I you know I hate to talk about you know real life here for a second, but how has that affected your business? Are, are you still able to to do what you need to do, or has there been you know some some pushback from clients or whatever? Yeah, I mean, honestly, when everything shut down, there was a few clients that had to. Uh, hit the pause button mm-hmm. because you know I do a lot of work for larger agencies as well as a subcontractor. Yeah. And uh, don't tell the state of California, the AB5. I'm just kidding. Oh, geez. Hi, IRS. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're out of state. But uh, a lot of them were in certain points of their you know, process and I was working with them on different projects and it's like they just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. And AB5, I won't get bore yeah. you with the details, but it's like pause button yeah. and I'm like oh yeah it'll be a couple weeks cool <laughs> but then I just I got the hustle going and I figured it out and I'm fine but um I do feel bad for a lot of people in music and in a lot of other industries where it's just like what do I do yeah and they either have to reinvent themselves or hurry up and wait you know yeah and that's some scary stuff and but I think for what I do in music thankfully a lot of the the publications especially online are you know, they got to keep going, you know, it's like there's people are still making music, but obviously there's not any coverage of tours or anything. So people are doing yeah. online streams and collaboration with the rest of the band. And, um, yeah, people are still putting out records. So we got to push it and promote it and make sure it gets a, the, the love it deserves. So have, have you seen any like inventive methods that have had to come into play now that you can't use traditional methods? Like, have you seen anybody employing things kind of out of the box or mm. outside thinking? Um, honestly, not as much I, as I would have thought. I mean, I, I've seen a lot of people create awesome videos, mm-hmm. you know, and they could just do that remotely and they can go to different locations and piece it together. And, um, you know, people are doing the live. I mean, they're actually just recording everything and then <laughs> putting it together in post and making yeah. it look like they're playing it live because it's impossible as yeah. far as I know, like the latency would be impossible to yeah. play live, right? I mean, yeah, there, there's a couple apps out there that are trying to like figure that out. But yeah, the problem is, 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 you know, 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, uh, you know, Wi-Fi was barely coming out. So everyone had a hardwire connection, you know. Right. Nowadays, it's like nobody has a hardwire connection. Everything is Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. And that's what really causes, you know, latency, latency. issues, okay. you know. And then on the other side of it, too, is 
residential, you know, everyone's at home. Residential internet isn't really mm. made for high quality streaming, yeah. especially audio, like like audio and video. Like like you can download easily, like but uploading is 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 really difficult to do. Uh, but it's been interesting watching late night kind of shift how they do their their nightly entertainment because they have had bands come on like the Jonas Brothers have done this a couple times where and they're all like you guys are brothers like you guys could easily just like get together and like like it doesn't make sense why you guys are socially distancing from each other yeah. but but you know they're in three set a locations. good example I think yeah too. maybe maybe I mean they also live in different states too okay yeah. you know like I know Kevin lives in like New Jersey and I think Nick lives in New York and I think Joe lives out here I don't I know too much about the Jonas I Brothers I think you're, you're a fan I know a little too much about the Jonas basis. Brothers Jeez. hey hey I know I, I know Nick Nick and Kevin and Joe. What's the latest hairstyle that they have? You know, like I don't actually. I don't. I think Nick is just like growing muscle. That's all. That's the only thing that people are paying attention to. Making me feel terrible about myself. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's been interesting, kind of seeing how everything's shift. I mean, we had a shift here as a podcast. You know, because we we'd like to do things in person, and yeah, you know, the first couple weeks we're just kind of like, well, thank God we recorded so much in advance that we were able to like we had audio and, 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 you know, episodes ready to go. Yeah. We had enough to work off of for a while, but, yeah. and then we just like, woke, I woke up one day and I'm like, mm, how are we supposed to do this without get like, without having guests in studio? Like we weren't yeah. even, we didn't even have access to here, oh uh, you know? So it was like, all right, cool. Yeah. We're going to do the zoom thing and we're going to try to figure that out. And it worked. It, it sucked though. Cause it kind of felt like we took a step back. Cause like season three, we had moved to almost entirely in-person interviews. And that oh was a step gosh. that we like set forward as a goal for season three. And then season four came and it's like, Ooh, cool. Bigger and better <laughs> things. Okay. We're going back to zoom. <laughs> yeah, like, literally the minute we're like, Oh, we should probably start planning our fourth season. Yeah. The, the pandemic hit. And we're just like, Oh, okay. never mind. We're, we're going to, everybody's dying. Let's postpone. <laughs> I hope not. That's, yeah. Morbid. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That I forgot how morbid my sense of humor is. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so, uh, this is a really fun little ramble session we just had here, but let's jump into uh signature question number two, and then we'll talk more about the book. Cool. Okay. So this one, you know, we've had people rate the, the signature questions on different levels. This one I think personally is the most difficult, but you know, some people say the taco question is difficult. I don't know what's wrong with those people. I couldn't even answer it right. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, well, to be fair, she didn't ask the question right, but whatever. What? What? Never mind. Okay, signature question two, and it's okay if you take a second to answer it, because this one is difficult. Okay. What if you had a life quote, what would it be? Let it go. I like it. I was just thinking of frozen and I'm do like Do you have kids? <laughs> I, I do have kids, <laughs> but I think it's just, uh, I, I don't want to get all hippy dippy and do it. You know, it's just Go the energy it. in the world right now is really wacky mm. and people are holding in all this confused tension and, you know, it's like everyone had the rug pulled out, yeah. you know, from underneath them. And I don't think people understand a lot of it and maybe it's okay not to understand mm-hmm. and to just go with the flow and just like let that ish go and just go with it. You know what I mean? So instead of just worrying so much about every little thing and trying to identify every little thing, you know, just be, be okay in your own skin for right now. You know what I mean? So I'm sure I could apply that to business and all that. And I, I find myself, I'm like doing, trying to do business as usual during the day and be a family man and just, you know, be myself. And then at night I'm like, man, life is weird right now, man. You know, like it's super weird. Yeah. And I try to stay off the main two 
big news websites because it's just like bad news, bad news, bad news, yeah. bad news. But I mean, that's why I love music because it's like the music sites are all like just cool music. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not like it's bad news like yeah. all the time. So yeah. that's my perception of media is on that level. Except for when all the concerts were being canceled all at once. Yeah. It's just like, no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> that was like... It, it got to a point where I'm like, do you really have to report about every band that's canceled their tour? I think yeah. we know by now, but you know, the publicists probably put it out and yeah. they're just looking for stuff to talk about. Everybody you has know. to put something out. Like if, right. it, you know, if you're not putting something out about your canceled tour, then what are you, what are you doing? Cause that's <laughs> the only thing that you're doing is canceling. So did you get that canceled press release? Yeah. I got all 15,000 of them. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's canceled, just guys. Put out Go one, home. Yeah, just one press release. Everything is canceled. <laughs> hey, I just, I just want it's real like quick. The Lego song. Real quick, I want to make a, a, an announcement. Multimediamouth.com is is here to report that all concerts have been canceled. Just <laughs> FYI. No, 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 it's not because the website got hacked. So yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. We don't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> did you have a year to follow up? Yeah, Mox? yeah, yeah. So in that vein, um, I listened to, uh, I, I've kind of slowed down on listening to it. I used to, when this whole quarantine started, I listened to it like every day at work because I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm loading up on knowledge while this is happening. Uh, I listened to this podcast called the Six Minute Music Business Podcast, okay. um, which is really great. It's hosted by, a guy, uh, hosted by a guy named Wade Sutton. And he basically just like goes on once a day and rants about something. And he's been doing a lot of like tips for musicians during this time, like things that you need to know about okay. how musicians are affected. So uh, kind of in that vein and like this time is so weird right now. Um, as somebody who works on the other side of music, what would your advice be for musicians during this time? And especially like DIY musicians who don't have a huge backing, don't have a big support team. They've yeah. kind of, you know, they were running on the bare minimum when this whole thing began. And yeah. now they're, yeah. What would your advice be for them during this time? I mean, that's a really good question. Hire uh, a publicist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, besides getting getting on tour or doing stuff, nothing has really changed. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't really have an excuse to stop making content. It just might be done a little differently. Mm -hmm. It's like it's podcasts haven't stopped. You know, you just got to do it a little differently. So I think musicians need to get out of their deer in headlights mode and, you know, and get busy and start creating content. And that's going to work differently for, you know, if you're a singer songwriter with an acoustic, it's like, you could still get in front of a camera and do some great cover songs and collaborate virtually or record stuff ahead of time. Uh, you can be vulnerable and talk about how you feel about all this stuff and, you know, uh, be a storyteller, you know, it's like yeah. music has lyrics that are usually very personal and, you know, you, you could talk about the music as well. And I think creating content, what I'm getting at here is like create content that's genuine and I think people will, will see right through the stuff that you're doing because you're doing it for the right reason. And the stuff that the, seems a little contrived and seems like you're trying to be super marketing and super flashy and you're spending tons of money. It's like, I don't know if people necessarily want to see that from an emerging artist. They mm -hmm. want to see that you're like kind of on the level and you're on the same team and um, you're there for them, you know, it's like yeah. the most overused phrase, we're here for you, but you know, <laughs> During it's like these times <laughs> that, that and we're all in this together. We're all in this together. <laughs> but I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to describe, but it's like, you see content from, from artists and you're like, this is so cool. This is on par with what's going on right now. And it resonates with mm -hmm. me versus somebody else who's just trying to still be 
you know, super rock star. It's mm. super flashy and expensive. And it's like a lot of people are broke right now. And a lot of people are, yeah. you know, having a hard time. And it's like, you don't have to match that. I don't, I'm not saying match negative energy, but just match the tone of what's going on right now. And like, give people what they want. And yeah. I feel if you put your ear to the ground and just look and see what other great successful artists are doing, it's like, you're going to get some really cool ideas, you know, like there's nothing that's a hundred percent original. Um, but it's good to take bits and pieces of what's working and what people really enjoy and then make your own version of that, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I'm a one trick pony and a lot of things I do in my life. Seriously. So I'm going to bring up something that she's heard a thousand <laughs> plus times. Uh, you know, pointed at me. Yeah. Um, so literally 15 days before the lockdown happened here in California, uh, I took her boyfriend to go see Alter Bridge at the Wiltern. And uh, it was, it was like, it was, you know, time of my life, you it know, it's like, it was, it was our, our first of many. Um, it was, it was wonderful. It was a great time. Lockdown happened. And I remember thinking to myself, just like, having anxiety and being like, oh my God, like, I don't know how to handle all this. And then, yeah. you know, lead singer of the band, Miles Kennedy post, oh, by the way, I'm doing this live stream in a week, you know, like it's just gonna be me and acoustic guitar, you know? And like, yeah. all of a sudden I went like, I was like, wow, that gives me something to look forward to. And I'm at, I'm at peace all of a sudden. And then, right. you know, seeing him literally in a room probably about this size with all this cool, you know, memorabilia on the, on, on the wall yeah. and, and a couple acoustic guitars and literally an SM was it 58, whatever the, like the one that you can sure, like yeah. throw against the old wall and it like it still does, it doesn't break. At yeah. All. Nothing, it never breaks. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it was like it's a like super the Nokia of microphones. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Snake still works, <laughs> you know, but it's like, it was like, it was one of those things where it was like, it wasn't a flashy setup. It wasn't anything big. It was just a guy, his guitar and literally a notebook yeah. with lyrics uh, on, you know, in, in it, he, he was literally flipping through his lyrics, trying to remember his lyrics and his chord <laughs> progressions and stuff. Like it was super low rent and like yeah. exciting and awesome, but you know, it gave us something to look forward to. Yeah. And we've had the opposite of that as well. There's a band on YouTube called, uh, I think it's uh, first to 11. I think they're, they're called I think so. Yeah. where they literally did that whole like creative video thing where yeah. everyone was in their own home playing their part and somebody edited it all together and it turned out really cool. Like yeah. now's the time for musicians and, and content creators to create content that you've never had the time to actually create. Right. Yeah. You know, have, because they have the time now. Yeah. What else do you, what else are you going to do? <laughs> Mow the lawn every single day. You know? <laughs> so you have no lawn left. Um, but let's talk about the book here real quick because yeah. uh, it, it, this, this looks like a really straightforward, simple, easy read. I mean, what is this like a hundred pages maybe? Oh yeah. It's super to the point, quick, easy read. So, Again, the main question here is, is again, it's called uh, Public Relations for Musicians. I'm holding it up on the screen in case, uh, for those of you who are watching the video. That book looks familiar. I've seen that book. <laughs> uh, yeah, some guy just dropped it off here earlier. Uh, um, so uh, why? what made you decide to write a book with all your, your knowledge in it? Um, I think that I wrote it initially because it's something that, I feel like I'm trying to come up with a reason, but there was a few reasons. And the primary reason was this is the book that I would have wanted when I was, you know, 22, 21, trying to figure it out. I, I, I don't have a very good attention span. <laughs> so it's, I wanted it to be quick and painless and just get to the point and not be too self-indulgent and just, you know, tell a few stories here and there, but really just get to the point of these are the things that you do to get noticed by the media to do it the right way, to not piss them off, to make re good relationships and get the, the features that you deserve, you know? And it's also a marketing tool for myself. You know, if 
someone wants to work with me, it's like, of course, I can hand them the book as well. Um, yeah. I think it's a mark of credibility a little bit. You know, I don't, I'm learning something new every day and I by no means think that I'm, you know, all that, you know, if, if anything, like I need to give myself more credit probably. But when you teach, when you sit down and you write a book, it forces you to reinforce the concepts that you're good at. Mm -hmm. And if you really want to get good at something, like commit to being a teacher also, uh, <laughs> you'll learn quick. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't have it a specific reason. I, I, it wasn't like I always wanted to write a book. It just felt like at that time that this would be pretty cool. And I knew it would be a nice um, thing to have and there would be purpose to it. And it took me a while to write it. I'm not going to lie because I have kids at home and I have clients to serve. And um, it took me, you know, four or five months to write that actually. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I'm sure there's somebody that could have wrote that in a weekend if they really wanted to. But I think it was done really well and it's no BS. There's no filler. It's just, isn't it like a BC Boys album or something <laughs> like a filler, no killer? Um, <laughs> but it, it re really gets to the point. And it's something that even if a, an artist is curious or somebody who wants to get into PR is curious about the music side of things, um, it's a quick, easy read to figure it out and at least mm -hmm. understand and have uh, basic level knowledge of how that world works. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's great PR books out there, but oh my gosh, they're so long and so mm. thick and just, I don't have time for that, you know? And it's like, I am going to yeah. do an audible version. I just started on it and, but nothing beats just reading it and seeing. If you need someone to edit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 do, I don't think there's really many books for music PR. There's two or three on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I thought that I could meet um, a need. You know, I think that's with yeah. anything in, you know, business and entrepreneurship is like you're providing something of value. And I did a quick little study one evening and I'm like, dude, this would be awesome to like write a book that yeah. is about music PR and just that, you know? So, yeah, I think it has huge value, especially like as somebody who wants to educate young musicians, DIY musicians who are getting into the game, like thinking about if, if I had had something like this when I went through my music business classes in yeah. college, like you don't, you know, you go through the PR module of the class and you weren't, <laughs> you learn nothing. And if yeah. I had something, you know, like this, that's conversational, that's an right. easy read that really just outlines the basics, that would have been so yeah. helpful for me. Well, I'm glad you agree. There's no, there's not a lot of a, a right word be like anecdotes in the book, you know, like a Malcolm Gladwell book kind of goes through storytelling to get the point across. This is not that book. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not talking about like Kardashians and everything they do is for PR. And it's like, we all know that this is like more instructional, you know, with yeah. like a little bit of, you know, real world anecdotes, but it's mostly just like a guide. And that's why it's short. It's like, there's not a lot of storytelling in there. And, yeah. you know, I just want to get to the point. I don't have a lot of time <laughs> to just read. Nobody has a lot of time. I know. <laughs> Well, so, now, now we do. Now, we do have enough time to read the book. I mean, I should just start reading it right now for our audience. That, you know, that should be the next episode we put out. Should be just me just reading the book. Reading the book. Yeah, it's yeah. like if a, like a normal PR book was like YouTube. This is like a TikTok video. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so we do have one final signature question for yeah. you, uh, and this one I I do I do dare say I dare do say I do dare say what? I dare say. Do dare, do dare. I, I, I do say this is probably the most important question of them all. Uh, so, Moxie, take it away. 
All right. So before I ask this question, you have to understand this, this podcast was built around this question. So it's not, no, you know, no pressure, just you have to get it right. So, okay. Oh, I know the answer to that. Yeah. That's Four. good. That's good. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that one he knows. <laughs> it's easier than this one. Okay. Signature question number three is, can you have more than one best friend? Outside of significant others and family. I don't think so. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Why are you excited? Because. He Wait. just agreed with me. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I, I think you can have close friends. Where have you been for the last 48 episodes or 50 episodes? How many episodes have we been doing this for? I mean, I could dive into this and it's like this is like a it. psychology conversation here where when you're in high school or you're in elementary school or you're in your 20s and you don't really have a lot to worry about and your anxiety levels are really low and you're just worried about partying, it's like you can put a lot of time and effort into maintaining cliques of friends and different yep. circles of friends. And as you become older <laughs> and different things happen, I'm in my 30s, Yet I just don't have the time to maintain a massive circle of friends. And they have all moved on to have kids, start businesses, do all these different things. And it's like, we all love each other and we're all supportive. And if I was stuck on the side of the road, I know a hundred people that would come pick me up right away. And I would do that for over a hundred people in a heartbeat. But like, I can't sit on the phone and go to coffee with all those people all the time. You know, it's just, it's impossible to at least stay sane, you know, unless I worked part-time and that's all I did with the rest of my time. So I, th I think having a best friend or two, um, oh, did I just go back now, on my now, answer? Now, he's, now, he's, now I'm feeling guilty. Now he's, like hedging. <laughs> he's hedging his bet now. <laughs> um, I think you can have a, I mean, I could go deeper on this. Go for it. Go I for think it. that best friends as a concept, it's like, I think you have a best friend when you're younger and like that person stays, I could be wrong, maybe people agree with me, but as you get older, it's not like you just, you met, it's like Mater and Lightning McQueen, you know, it's like, you're my best friend. And it's like, <laughs> dude, you just met like a day ago. It's like, that's her, that's her. Like literally every time we go out to eat, that's uh, how you know I have kids. I'm she'll using, be, like, I know. Cars. I love. I love your Disney references. <laughs> but That's I, all I, I watch. I kid you not. I, I, I absolutely kid you not. Uh, we'll go out to have He's dinner. He's totally kidding. And He's by the time serious. the waitress introduces herself and takes her drink orders, she'll be like, "Oh, that's my new best friend." No, that's my BFF. And and it's just like, and I'm like, I'm over here, and it takes me months before I really start developing, like, you know, some sort you? of friendship. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like. Let me let me find the reasons why I shouldn't be friends with you first, yeah. and then eliminate you, or then if <laughs> if if you if I can you know vet you properly, check, exactly, you know. exactly. Let me, let me see your credit score. Credit score. Your FICO is terrible. <laughs> How are we ever supposed to move in together? You <laughs> <laughs> live in the the back house and the dog house. Um, but I think as you get older, it's like the concept of a best friend could be like. You know, maybe you feel guilty. It's like, I don't have a best friend. And it's like, honestly, I've been thinking about that lately. It's like my time is so partitioned into things that are like massive priorities just to, I don't want to say survive. That's very negative, but just to make it all work that like, I, I would rather say that you can have a good amount of close friends, mm -hmm. you know, maybe four or five. And those people are in your life and maybe you hang out with one more than, I mean, that's how it's been for me. It's like, I go through cycles where like, 
I'll hang out with like one person primarily a lot for like a year or two. And then something happens and then I hang out with somebody else more often. You know what I mean? But yeah. we're all cool. And then sometimes we'll all intermingle and hang out. But it's, I don't know, one best friend for forever. That's, I don't know. I don't know if that's realistic, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, Moxie and I have been. More than one best friend or the concept of a best friend. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Moxie and I have been friends now for. Six years? Six, six, six years. Yeah. So. And I'm getting tired of it already. It's just like, oh, oh, I was tired on year one. <laughs> it's like just so much. Like, Am it, I breaking code here? Am I like going against the mantra? Of no, no, no. You podcast? just, you just helped solidify my okay. platform. Okay, cool. I think he actually helped solidify my platform. Yeah. You don't know what your own platform is then, if that's the case. Because <laughs> she literally thinks you can have a hundred best friends. I'm like, no, you can't. You Not literally have one best friend like and you have like a circle of close friends. And then you have, like, it's like, I a, think it's, it's a like, circle it's like, of close friends. It's like a pyramid scheme in a sense. Yeah. Like you have one friend that you're usually going to be closer to. <laughs> the fifth time you hang out, it's like, I work for Beachbody and I'm selling <laughs> some stuff. <laughs> Lululemon, you know, I don't yeah. think they do pyramid scheme. No, they're not, they're not a pyramid scheme, but still. But it's like it's like you know, especially now. It's I like, sell Arbon. I sell Arbon. There you yeah. go. Yeah, it's like oh, or that essential oil company. I had yeah. somebody. I had oh, somebody, DoTerra. DoTerra. Yeah. I had somebody recently that I hadn't talked to in like a year, like reach out to me, and she's like, "Hey, it's been a long time. Like we should we should be like we should talk." I'm like, Uh-oh. I'm like for me, I'm like, wait, are you coming on to me? Yeah. And then she's like, so how are you doing? How you been? Cut and so I'm like, point. and then I'm like, I'm answering the question. And she goes, oh yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, cool. So uh, I'm part of this. I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm, I'm part done. of this cult. I don't want to, it would actually sound like Arbon cult. One know. of my resolutions for this year, not my new year's resolution, but like something I decided for myself at the beginning of this year was. The coronavirus be, resolution? No, I need to be nicer <laughs> to these people because these poor people are just trapped in a pyramid scheme. I'm always a jerk to them. And like, I, for, I just ignore them. For their sake. Yeah, I ignore them or I'm like, no, I don't want it. And I need to be nicer to them because like at the end of the day, they're the ones losing money, not me. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be mean to these people because I, I i'm sure i have like over a dozen two dozen of these friends on my facebook and yeah and but i think people want to be entrepreneurs and they want to be entrepreneurial and have that but they want to fast forward yeah they want to just buy into the platform and some people crush it at that stuff and they will get in there and then own it and make hundreds of thousands of dollars and then start their own thing and they were already probably born in an entrepreneur at heart, but yeah. a lot of people who want to have their own business when you're buying, it's like buying a franchise except mm-hmm. cheaper, you know, it's yeah. like, I want to open up a, a McDonald's, you know, it's like you got yeah. 500 grand and a lot of time on your hands, you know, yeah. like a million dollars. And, but it's kind of the same as starting, like, you know, becoming a consultant for one of these schools and not one of these brands, but some people will kill it, but most people will probably fail. Yeah, because they don't up, have the skills yet. Yeah, you know? and what ends up happening a lot of times too. I love how we transition from publicity to, to the pyramid schemes. I know, but this is interesting. <laughs> yeah, this is a this. great conversation. Uh, what ends up happening a lot of times is the people who crush it are the ones who get in early. Mm. You yeah, know? exactly. And, and so they're on the top of the pyramid. So they work hard for a couple of months. You know, they build their team up and then it's residual income for them. Exactly. And then after two or three years, they're still recruiting people and they're like, yeah, look at, I just bought this brand new car and my, you know, my house mm. is paid off. This isn't that. And then the person, you know, pays a couple hundred bucks to get into it. And they're just like, I can't find one person who hasn't been burned by you guys. Yeah. yeah. You know, which is funny because uh, one of our guests that I have lined up for later on down the line is, uh, is part of one of these pyramid things. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, but 
but she's again she's crushing it. She's doing great. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I'm and just her energy is like, great though. Like it's not like one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, you have to try. It's like, hey, if you want to better whatever that topic is, I don't yeah. want to give it away too much now. You know, it's like. Give us a try. Just give it a try. Yeah. You know? I so. mean, if anything, it's a great way to learn about sales and like yeah. networking and marketing yourself. But I mean, a lot of people who just go from working a day job to just doing that yeah. may fail because they didn't, maybe they're not doing it for the right reason. They just want to be an entrepreneur, quote unquote. But yeah. it's like, why are you doing? What is your your calling behind that your yeah. purpose, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's so. like entrepreneurship is so glorified in this country that everybody, yeah. I feel like everybody's born with that innate desire to call themselves an entrepreneur. Yeah. An entrepreneur. Um, yeah. An entrepreneur. Yeah. I wanted to call myself that and then I learned how to say it. <laughs> um, pose in front of Ferrari really quick. And <laughs> well, no, the, the problem with me is, uh, I've been called an entrepreneur since I was like six and yeah. I, I don't think I've ever told a story on the podcast, but I, I just, and I will one day, maybe now's the time to tell it, but, uh, you know, where I was selling stuff, you know, at, at a yard sales and, and, and like going yeah. door to door and selling cookies and, and whatever, you know, just to make a buck as like a six, seven year old. And so my neighbor's like, you're going to be an entrepreneur. And I'm like, an entrepreneur, what? An you know, that? what? <laughs> That's cool. Just buy the cookie and get out of here. Just, it's it's like, give me my on. dollar for yeah. the $4. Time is money. Cookie. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of time is money. The book is called uh, Public Relations <laughs> for Musicians, a DIY guide to get featured by the media. Yes. Uh, by Mr. Bob Bradley. You can find him on Instagram uh, over at Mr. Bob Bradley. Uh, where else can people follow you on, on social media? Uh, my personal is uh, Mr. Bob Bradley on Facebook and Instagram. And for my business, for my PR business, it's uh, Bradley Publicity on Instagram and like Bob PR on Facebook. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's, I couldn't get the other domain. Doesn't really matter. It's just on the, the, the business side, I just show all the cool features that I get from my clients as awesome. proof of work, you know showing off like hey check out how cool my clients are your stuff going up every single day awesome so awesome well if you are uh, if you're a brand if you're a musician if you're a podcaster you know if you are a content creator and want some publicity or want to yeah. write about something reach out to bob uh, i'm sure he can help you one way or another did we cover everything that we needed to talk about you so. we're good yeah yeah all right well bob hey thanks so much for doing this man yeah thank you guys appreciate it thank and uh if you're listening to this right now, which you should be, right? Because you're hearing this, it's just weird. Uh, we're gonna see. <laughs> What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? You need a door for the door. I, it's, yeah. McFly, it's McFly. It's, it's better than an Amazon link for our link. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we will be back with more of uh, whatever Moxie and I have planned. All right, cool. All right, bye. All right, Moxie, we are back. Uh, that was our interview with Mr. Bob Bradley, the author of Public Relations for Musicians, a DIY guide to get featured by the media, right? Did I do that right? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I memorized Barely. it. I, I stumbled through that, but I got it down right. Uh, hey, do us a favor real quick. Head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Mm-hmm. Please do it because there's somebody who left a four star review and it's really messing with our mojo. It's messing with her mojo. I let things roll off my back, roll off my shoulder, Here whatever. Mojo mess up. I don't have any mojo problems whatsoever. I don't care what people rate this show, but you should leave us a five star review. He cared or wait, if he didn't care, 
he wouldn't be telling you to leave a five-star review. No, he would just say, leave an honest review. I am telling you to leave us a five-star review because it helps the show out. How does it help the show, Ruben? Because when you leave us a five-star review, Apple Podcasts, I almost called it iTunes for a second. Uh, Apple, po- <laughs> Apple Podcasts helps... Uh, <laughs> A five-star review on Apple Podcasts helps the algorithm over at Apple Podcasts suggest our show to more people. But yeah. if you also want to help the show out in a more direct way, copy and paste our link tree uh, address, which... <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Uh, copy and paste our link tree. Are you allergic to our link tree? <laughs> it's the pollen. <laughs> Head over, uh, copy and paste our link tree, which is link dot, no, it's linktr.ee forward slash best friend podcast and send that to a friend who might enjoy your, uh, who might enjoy the, uh, uh, who might enjoy the, uh, the podcast. Sorry, I'm getting a phone call at the same time. Uh, there's a lot going on right now. Should we do this again? What? Should we do this again? No. No. All right, cool. Uh, last but not least. Uh, join our Facebook group. Uh, we'd love to have you. We'd love to be friends with you. Uh, and who knows? You might be Moxie's next best friend. Be our best friend, please. Please. All right. Well, in that case, my name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And we have a new website, lifefriendshiptacos.com. Pew, pew, pew. And we are out, are of, time. out of time. Damn it. See you guys next week. Oh, nope, too late. The post-workout glow at Planet Fitness doesn't just feel great. It feels 80s pump-up jam great. Because when you got the glow, there is no stopping what you want to do. And now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the glow. Get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and just $24.99 a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo View. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitments. See club for details.